of Jesus. You may be seated. God bless you. What a friend we have in Jesus. I'm glad you're here tonight because this is the last apostolic one God, Jesus name, heaven believing, hell preaching, red hot Pentecostal service. You're going to be in in 2020, praise the Lord. I think it's time just to get right. Get right or you might get left. You never know, praise the Lord. Sunday morning when you come back, as we've done for so many years, if you like, I invite you to find a brand new place in the church to sit. I love, I love the element of change in our life, not doctrinal changes, but just incremental changes are nice to, to maybe stir up some things in our life. But that's then and this is now, and we're going to look into the word of the Lord. If you're home and sick tonight, we're praying for you, praying God's mercy and God's powerful touch. Be upon your body, your heart, your soul, your mind. One thing physical sickness can do is it can, it can depress you emotionally and mentally. Because all you hear is your voice. Anybody ever get tired of hearing your voice all the time? Many of you might be optimistic Olivers, but I'm not that way. If I, all I listen to is my voice, I have a tendency to get a little negative, and I need to hear something else. God bless you. Praise the Lord. We're praying for you at home. Believe in God for your swift return. And many of you that are here tonight, a week ago you were absent, two weeks ago you were absent. It's just proof that God is still in the business of renewing our strength, renewing our hope, renewing our desire. Praise the Lord. Sister Herring is going to finish out tonight as far as the ladies speaking for the month of December. She only got about an hour, so hopefully she doesn't run over time tonight. God bless you. The Praise Lord. the Lord. Yeah. All right. Speak. You know, I've been thinking for a while about COVID, virus, right? And now, of course, vaccine for the virus, right? But, you know, God has a vaccine for our spiritual virus. We all have spiritual viruses. Ephesians 6 and 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, All right. against spiritual wickedness in high places. Notice it says we wrestle. It's our, those viruses that try to attack our life. You know, the enemy likes to spread fear in your hearts and in your minds, and he likes to spread panic. He likes to make you feel hopeless. He likes to make you feel full of anxiety, bitterness. You know, he puts things inside in your pathway to trip you up. Little viruses, fornication, adultery, lust, condemnation, all kinds of things. One is no different from the other in God's eyes. Sin is sin. Trip you up will trip you up. It's important to be wise to the tools of the enemy of your soul. It's a waste of time to worry about them, though it's smart to prepare. But it's foolish to panic. You don't panic. When someone panics, forget it. You can't think. You can't do your job. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind, 2 Timothy 1.7. He's given us what we need to overcome, the things in our life. We just need to use the tools that he's given us. To defeat the virus in our life, we have to be aware of what the virus is in your life, okay? We have to, you have to be able to recognize it. 
We all fight different things. Some may fight loneliness. That's not of God. Depression, anxiety, we all fight, fight different things. And you've got to be able to recognize what's your virus, not what's my virus, not your husband's virus, but your virus. 1 Peter 5 and 8, it says, Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. He wants to devour you. He wants to devour you. And he will use any little thing to devour you. You look around, you see people wearing masks all over town. Why? They want to protect themselves. They want to protect you. They want to protect others. How much more important is it for us to put on the helmet of salvation that God has given us, right? What does that helmet do? It protects your mind. It protects what you see. It protects what you hear. That helmet is very important. Ephesians 6 and 10 and 11. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles, the viruses that the devil tried to put into your life. The helmet protects your mind. It takes control over the thoughts that Satan puts in your mind. Okay? He puts panic, fear, worry, emptiness. If we are wearing the helmet that God has given us, we have the ability to protect our mind against those viruses. Think about this. To treat a snake bite, they use the same venom from the snake. To treat the snake bite that you've been bitten by. Okay? Satan has taken viruses, that snake bite, to try to destroy you. But God, Jesus, has taken the same sin upon himself. And he's turned it for your good. He's taken that venom and he's produced something good with it. He took it and he produced an antidote for you and me. Second Corinthians 5.21 For he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made righteousness of God in him. There's the antidote. There's the vaccine. Okay? He made himself sin. Those viruses help you get over those viruses. God has given us a tool to use, and it's the blood of Jesus. Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 and 11. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before God day and night. And they overcame him, viruses, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. We testify the good things God has done for us. And they love not their lives unto death. We don't love our lives. That's not what we're here for. We're not selfish. No weapon that is formed against you is going to prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord is going to lift up a standard. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people, he says, my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, 
Then will I hear from heaven, and I will forgive their sin, not everybody's sin, their sin, and will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. We are a chosen people. Many are called, but few are chosen. We are called by his name. There is power in the name of Jesus. Every spiritual virus has to flee at the name of Jesus. When the enemy comes in like a flood, all you have to do is plead the blood of Jesus. Philippians 2 and 10. But at the name of Jesus, every knee is going to bow of things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth. And I am so thankful that God has given us what we need. He's given us, he has shed his blood to overcome. He became sin that we can overcome sin. And I'm so thankful that he loves us that much. 